0: yes welcome back to the podcast king of the couch here on the mic again special bonus episode i think we've just kind of decided that before the episode um i'm back episode we'll call it 129 i believe that's where we're up to i'm sitting here with a little beer thank you very much and i've got one of the greatest, the OG Kingsman himself, Jared the Wizard Sook Chai. Fucking pleasure to have you back, mate.
1: Thanks, man. Thanks for having me again. And uh, All good. How you been? It's been... Yeah, I've been on the podcast since last year. Yeah, it's been a yeah. while. Yeah, it's been really good, man. Just had a week off of holidays. So that was good. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. Um, back...
0: Did you have... Did you, you had holidays, right? I can't... It's like February now. Christmas was like Yeah, Yeah,
1: but I don't get time at Christmas, so I had... First week of February off, mm. yeah, yeah. So I hadn't had holidays since, oh, like, sometime in November for a few days, but yeah, for, yeah.
0: Good, wholesome, um, wholesome family time. No yeah,
1: doubt. well, I had the boys because school isn't still not a thing.
0: Yeah, what's up with that? What was the train of thought behind? I don't. We obviously don't follow the news. You and I, we come in here, we just spit. Um, giant theories yeah well i think the trainer
1: thought was oh the omicron wave uh i think the reality (laughs) may have been and i could be wrong this could be a conspiracy that there wasn't enough teachers or something there was a teacher shortage or some issue because so many teachers aren't vaccinated and don't want to be um yeah something like that and it could like i said i could be wrong um but it was it was you know it was good to have an extra week off for the boys we pretty much went to the beach every day twice a day sometimes three times a day so, so good, man. It's good weather.
0: Yeah, we're 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 living in one of the luckiest places, I think. Yeah, we're lucky to live in this place. Yeah, whatever I'm trying to say here. I went for a walk this morning with Timmy, and um, he's from Melbourne. You know, shout out to, to the Melbourne fans. But he was just like, man, I he's been here a year now, and he's like, I'm stunned that I live here still. Like, mm-hmm. I can't believe this is our fucking backyard. Yeah, and I'm like, fully. yeah, true. It it is uh, it's a solid place to live. It is a solid place to live. Just checking the levels here, mate. We're all good. But mate, it's good to have you back. I um, I know we've got a bit of a juicy year planned. Anyone that's been listening to the show for a long time knows you. You're not a new face. You're an OG. You've we we're just talking. We've done about six, seven episodes together. Yeah. And this year we uh, we've launched or well, we're launching the balls and all segment. Yeah. I believe that's the working title. I've I've haven't done an extensive search, uh, search online, but I don't think it's trademarked anywhere. <laughs> I was surprised um but yeah we're gonna be back and i think um we've got sports starting this weekend we've got to be ufc bit of nrl um i'm fucking excited for the sport to come yeah it's it's so long between seasons you know what i mean oh yeah um the, i like the fact that ufc keeps going that's awesome yeah but we like sport this
1: is especially good weekend with the card that's on but also with the indigenous all-stars game that's happening saturday night which is something i always look forward to every year um but uh mate I'm ripping and tearing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you can see, we've got the video tonight. For yeah. the Oz uh, Tag team that I created, the Flaming <laughs> Moes, <laughs> uh, mixed C grade, didn't get to play because there was a blackhead on the field on Monday night, but <laughs> on Monday night coming, we are ready to rip and tear, play two games in one night, and it's going to be a lot, of, a lot of fun. So You wouldn't
0: hear about that, hey, could you imagine just rocking up to sun Court one night and just going, fuck.
1: Well, it's going to be on KO. You know, it's going to be on KO for (laughs) 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 pay-per-view.
0: Man, I'm excited for you, hey, because... Oh, I've seen you just grow grow over this last year. Now you're a captain coach of the <laughs> local touch footy team.
1: Oztag, tag, mate. Oztag. tag. Sorry, sorry, sorry. How could I forget? Is, the,
0: is that the one where the, there's a little ribbon in your pants? you got to take it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they grow it on the side, yeah. I think yeah. that would be better. That's kind of like the next step towards tackling. I play touch. TRL, yeah. they called it. I think the main difference between touch and TRL is that you can do a bit Kick of chip more. and chase. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was a chip and chase all-star. Yeah. But, but unbeknownst to me, I'd played soccer my whole life. I was a footman. I wasn't a hands man. So I was pretty cooked. I was pretty cooked out there. I was shit. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Yeah,
1: the fitness is going to get tested, man, for sure. So I've been trying to train as much as I can, doing some Thai boxing training and some running and Mm. some swimming and stuff. But um, yeah, it's probably a whole nother level of cardio for me been 35 now so yeah, yeah you are very old you are yeah very old. 35 I'm 33 i'm basically just a kid
0: uh, you are <laughs> i could be your dad yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah if i was you i'd make sure i got my will and my affairs in order <laughs> yeah. and i yeah. and I, you you're the kind of guy that gets really excited about those over 50 ads you're like Ooh. yeah yeah well <laughs> i've lived
1: in an over 50s uh, place before <laughs> yeah, you definitely have uh 2015 i think i was there.
0: <laughs> hey jane we're just gonna suss it out just i want to see the
1: neighbors alive. yeah yeah <laughs> they do you know they play pool on tuesday nights and they've got a <laughs> swimming hole oh fuck me. it's like when kramer moves down a del boca vista <laughs> yes, dude, <that's laughs> you, <right>? takes over <laughs> oh my god oh. it's um
0: actually saying that um uh, we we were driving down in clowns the other day and there was a sign it was like for an over 55s village it, i can't remember it was a new one it's a new Butte one that's coming up A beck just turns to me and goes i'd like to live there one day yeah. and i'm like are you serious and she's like yeah like once we turn like 60 or whatever or a bit older she's like you know, we're thirty three now. She's only planning forty years ahead. Oh, yeah, you know, good on her. But she's like, no, they've got a bowling alley. They've got a bar. They have a swim up bar. They do drinks. And oh, I was like, sick. yeah, actually, this is pretty cool. Imagine just being in a, like if we just lived in like a party estate, and yeah. when you don't have to get up for work and bullshit, and you're like. I could dig that. Yeah. Uh, Just me and the grey nomads, just swim up bar, man boobs. I think the older I get, the more I'm going to look like... I feel right now I'm looking like Leo DiCaprio, but kind of like a poorer version, like a
1: wish version. Which Leo DiCaprio? uh,
0: The one where he's like 40, you know, not the young Leo. Not Romeo Leo. Like probably... I don't know. I'd like to to say a mix of like the departed Shutter Island up until some of his newer work. Um, Definitely Leo... On the weekends, you yeah, know? We, yeah. Um, and then I think I'll slowly morph into Jack Nicholson. Yeah, right. to Jack. Jack. <laughs> Not young Jack. <laughs> but yeah, man. Matt, um, nah, we should all be so lucky. As long as my bank balance increases to establish me looking like that, yeah, you know, That's fine, I yeah. think. Um, but man, good to have you back on the show. We should break down this, um the Indigenous game. Mm. I, I'll be frank with you, I've, I've always missed it. I never know it's oh, on. Okay, yeah. Like I'm, I'm one of those guys. That like when the season's on, I'm in,
1: I'm, in tune. Yeah. But I always miss the the trials and the yeah. bits and pieces leading I into s- it. I've set an alarm because it's it's not yeah ingrained in my brain that it's that it is happening. Mm. But I'm super excited for it. I haven't missed it in years, so yeah, pretty pumped for it. So what is it? It's the it's the
0: indigenous players of the NRL and it's the Maori players of the, the NRL alone. Yeah. Right, and correct, they go yeah. go head to head. Yeah. In previous years, who's who's been the better team?
1: Uh, I think that it was a draw last year. I think it was a ten-all draw. An actual draw, oh, yeah, because um, they don't have extra time. Because it's technically it's a rep game, but it's a trial game. Like they have yeah. unlimited interchanges, which I think is really fucking cool. Um, like maybe obviously you don't want to bring it to club games, but just watching unlimited interchanges is is really fun. That, that is a game changer, though. Like
0: literally a game changer for that. Like I, yeah. I would almost like to see it at club level to see how. Much better performance you could get out of a game. Yeah, but it would again, it would probably kill kind of the ethos of the game in a way. Yeah, yeah. But that's everyone would
1: just be fully fit all the time. Yeah, and the small guys would just get smashed all the time because they <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be able to get, step anyone. Bring pain on again. Bring him <laughs> on every five minutes on and off. Yeah, and
0: fucking ribbon tear. Yeah, that's um. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. So I didn't realize they did different different rules. Yeah, so well, that's games, that's but, the
1: main one I can think of. And, and, and the fact there is no uh, extra time as well, so there's no golden yeah. point. Um, there's been a few people pull out, been a few injuries, but uh, I think it was a day ago that my man, Josh car got yeah. uh, made as captain. Shout so he'll be Fox. captaining from the wing, which is not something you see every day, so that's pretty exciting. He
0: look if anyone's the man on the Indigenous team, I think it's him. Yeah, he uh, he's been around for a long time now. He's definitely earned his stripes. He's great. I'm excited to see him this year go into the role outside of the Storm. Yeah, you know, yeah. go with the Dogs because the Dogs have recruited really well, but yeah. they just they had a shit season last year and they yeah. still recruited somewhat well. They've got so many good names now. Yeah, it's like. It's a
1: completely You have team. to go well, yeah.
0: you know, or someone's getting the axe. Yeah.
1: Probably Trent Barrett. Yeah.
0: But fingers crossed he goes well. Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited for that game. I mean, I'm not going to read too far into it. I th- I'm i just, I normally, I go with the Indigenous team, obviously, being mm. an Australian, like I want them to win, but I want to see a good game of footy regardless. So, Yeah, I'm just,
0: know. I'm looking here for the, for the punters watching. I'm looking over at the team list here. What have we got? The Maori, Indigenous. So we've got, there's a fair few names on there. Dylan Walker for the, um... Kurt Obviously,
1: there's a couple of people injured, um, but, um... Jay fisher Like, well, um, yeah. my favourite player, uh, what's his name? Because I've forgotten his name because he's my favourite player.
0: Selwyn Cobbers on the, uh, on the, on the reserves, we like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, Kalen. Kalen's Kalen not Kalen. playing, is he? No, 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 so he's not. Jordan Ruppin is at fullback for the Moli team. I
0: there's, there's some fucking great stock, um, in these teams. Oh, Like, really good players. Um, I'm, I'm
1: pumped for this game,
0: yeah. It's really good to see, isn't it? Like, the game is obviously, you know, NRL. It's an Australian brand, game, yeah. whatever it is. Rugby League is international. But looking at these team lists, and this is obviously not every player in the NRL. There's, like, between the, the Maoris and then the Islands and the Indigenous players, there's, like, so many good players. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. me dead. Go through the list. You've got... Well, what's the name of so Brent Naden, Unreal, Otto Car, Nicholas Hines, that's not Nico Hines, is it? Yeah, Nico, yeah. Is it? Yeah. I always thought his name was just Nico, not Nicholas. Yeah, no. Why'd they do that?
1: Um. <laughs> he's been playing didn't to change his name. Um Yeah, wow. Fafita. I like that Albert Callion. Andrew Fafita. So he hasn't really played much lately because he got that throat didn't injury. He have, didn't he have that yeah throat injury? Yeah, but then Dave oh, so Fafita's it. in there, yeah. He's been a mainstay of that team, Andrew, for a few years, and yeah, man. Like, well, I get up for that game. Like, I find it more interesting than mm. most test test matches, to be honest. Uh, yeah,
0: I, I, that's the one thing about NRL I can't get into is the tests. Mm. I just, for the sake of balls and all, we might have to watch it this year. But I can't get into them. I mean, state of origin, the mecca. Mm. That's the one. But yeah, I just can't do it. I'm like you. Yeah. So this would be good. I miss it every year, but I'm excited. I've got we got friends up. Um, obviously we were going to try and get together and watch it. Probably won't happen, but I'll, I'll be sneaking on the telly.
1: Yeah. I'll sneak it on the telly. Oh, it's got to be background for sure.
0: It's a, it's a perfect <laughs> background event that I'll be heavily peering over. And if you Shottles. don't like
1: it, you're on Australian. Yeah. So, yeah. It has to be,
0: be on. I'd be fucking racist if I didn't watch it, you know? So, uh, I don't even know if you can say that, but I'd look bad if I didn't watch it. As a yeah. fan of the game, you got it. You got to tune in. But no, nah, yeah. in all seriousness, it's going to be a good game. I think, um, I'm going... Yeah, I'm going Indigenous All Stars too. I think they just look like on the paper here. They just look like their team's a bit better.
1: I'm going to say eighteen to twelve. Yeah, okay. I like that. I'm yep. going eighteen.
0: No, nah, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> eighteen shots to twenty fourteen. I'm just, I'm just edging you here. No, eh? nah, it's going to be a close one. It's going to be a high scoring game. 20, 2018. Yeah, right. It's going to be close. All right. I'm feeling it. Coming off the coming off a long break. COVID. I'm sure people have been sick. So hopefully we'll get a good game. Actually, hope they're fit. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are out of breath? I'm fucking tired, eh? Mm. Sick. Other sport we got on the weekend. UFC mm. 271. Yeah. Um, I initially thought before this show I'll air this on Monday night, but I'm thinking, nah, we'll do this as a bonus episode and yeah. we'll do another episode on Monday. But this will be um actually it's Valentine's Day on Monday. Yeah. Oof, might have to do a live sexual episode with Beck, maybe, we'll work that out. We'll, I'll, I'll run some stuff later when you're not here, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. No, we've got UFC 271. I'm fucking gutted, because I haven't been doing the breakdowns as much as I liked. beck has been working on the weekends, and I've had to be a dad. Obviously, that's fine, but I've been missing the cards, and mm. I hate missing the cards. Obviously, had a Christmas break, and it was sort of not on, but we've got um, UFC 271 this weekend. It's a fucking stonker card. You've come out with a Hail Mary, too, and you, you said... I'm very keen to watch this card. I'm going to put the pay-per-view on. Yeah. I was going to wing it to the pub on my own. Yeah. That's the kind of guy I am. Yeah. And then you came at me like you're just an angel, and I was like, mate, count me in.
1: So my history with UFC pay-per-views is this will be my first. <laughs> you know? This is your first, The yeah. previous time I went and watched a fight live was Izzy versus Yoel Romero, yeah. which was shit. shit. Sitting in a pub by myself, watching... It's just... One of the worst title fights, and not because of Izzy, because of Yoel just refusing to fight, but the, the women's fight beforehand with uh, Zhang Wali, and... Uh, yeah, that, that was Ioana one was she came come out insane. looking like fucking Rocky Dennis. Yeah, she looked yeah. insane, like the elephant man. Mm. Um, but previously, like, the only time I'd pretty much paid for a fight and gone in with people was when John Jones fought Rashad Evans back in, like, I'm going to say 2012 or 2011. It was that long ago. You are definitely showing your
0: age here. That is showing 100%. Your age. Yeah. Yeah, that,
1: that's Rashad Evans. Just
0: speaking, to him he's now fighting in Eagle FC Khabib's new organization. Yeah, he that's just right. Fought on the weekend, yeah. Perhaps so he, he retired fight. and came yeah. back. Yeah. See,
1: so yeah. I had a big thing with I when I was training Thai boxing and had some fights and stuff. I watched a lot of UFC mm. and a lot of K1 kickboxing. Went away from it um, after I stopped training, and so missed that whole period of time when like Conor sort of rose to fame and all that stuff. Um, and then sort of have come back into it now. As I'm just trying to, to find motivations to st- stay fit and train myself. Mm. Um, yeah, so I've kind of just come back in at a good time, I think. Um, that was
0: my claim to fame when Connor was on his rise. That was my rise as a yeah, USC fan too. Yeah. Um, I feel like I grew with Connor yeah. there. You yeah, know, I, I dabbled in the USC. Just, to, just I think to you've weirdly. both
1: influenced in that same manner. That yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've both <laughs> yeah. got
0: incredibly big and rich and powerful now we're probably both on drugs and um it's just gone to our head i've just had to open a bar like he has yeah um no but that was it that was a great period the ufc over the last five years has been like really really fucking solid i mean i'm not just saying that because i've been watching it the last five years but it has been really good it's going to those like loftier heights now with like Celebrity like status is obviously Conor McGregor is different, but it's bringing new eyes in and stuff like that. It's yeah. fucking unreal to see.
1: Well, I mean, back in the day, man, like uh, one of my mates that I was in a band with, and um, he got me into UFC. And this is back when you just had to buy the DVDs, and wow. we would get him at work, and mm. we'd be like, "Oh, sick! Let's let's pick up the newest UFC." Yeah. That happened six months ago. Yeah. But we we didn't know what the result was because you wouldn't go and like look for it or you wouldn't google it or whatever yeah so you'd watch a fight that was happened six months before not knowing who had fucking won and this is around the time that um you know one of my favorite fighters and Anderson Silva rose to fame mm. and him being a Thai boxing background and me doing Thai boxing at the time I was just instantly in love with his you know his soul style and everything like that mm. um and obviously it's changed so much now where you can just watch it on your phone live direct from yeah Vegas it's it's incredible
0: it's so good man it's such a like, it's, yeah, I, I love, I miss those days too, you know, when you can get things on DVDs. I used to be like that with the WWF. Like, yeah. you'd, you'd get, I'd get these world of, uh, they were called WOW, World of Wrestling Magazines, right? And you'd sometimes get the magazines with the results before you get the fucking VHS. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> I miss those days of, like, actually going to Blockbuster or Video Easy and just being like, holy fuck, where's the Royal Rumble, where's WrestleMania, <laughs> the Valentine's Day Massacre, and you take it home with dad and your, your brother, and you just for like, three hours, you'd just be fedging out. And, like... Th- that was the shit. Now See, I've never like, watched wrestling. Uh, I've yeah.
1: never understood it. Uh, you don't, man,
0: I swear to God, that Attitude Era of wrestling um, <laughs> was the greatest thing. In, it honestly, it was the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. It's so great that I'll still probably on a weekly occurrence still look at like Stone Cold footage and stuff. They've got a. Um, any wrestling fans out there, there's a documentary series on Binge. Um, it was like an eight-part series and they they look at a different wrestler each week. So it's got Stone Cold and Shawn yeah,
1: Michaels. Yeah, right
0: really good (laughs) fuck man i was like a little bit tipsy a few weeks back over christmas watching the stone cold one i was like takes me back to being a boy yeah it was like a fatherhood figure right there there you go but um yeah dude that's going back the old dvds Mm. so this is good so this card this weekend is the rematch of izzy adesanya and robert whittaker yeah two i like a rematch sometimes but this rematch, I'm I'm actually pretty excited for.
1: Yeah, and and it's a rematch that makes sense based Ooh. on where you know they've gone since like Izzy's pretty much cleaned out the division and fought for the light like, heavyweight title and lost on unanimous yeah. know, decision, but on points. And I, I think in the stand up that was a pretty close fight, and um mm. and Whitaker's I think won what three since that loss, and yeah. that was Gastelum and. Um,
0: I th- yeah, don't he's had Jared Cannon here, and then there was another guy I can't think of his name through right now, but all good wins. Yeah, um, yeah, it was almost like at the time, like with Whittaker. I have seen him say this in interviews. He kind of was like, I, I got the belt, which was what I wanted. Yeah. And then I didn't like the obligations that come with the belt, you know, the media, the this, the that. And because he seems like just such a down to earth kind of knockabout guy.
1: It seems like a really nice guy. Yeah, yeah for sure. Not that
0: there's anything wrong with that. But you could imagine, I suppose, going to the belt. Well, yes, it comes with more money and a bit of prestige. I'm sure there is a lot more obligation. You kind of have to. And this is probably like the Conor McGregor syndrome too, where it's like you get the belt and now you kind of got to, be the showman, mm. right? And I think the usc has got a few showmen, but they could do with a lot more, and I think that's what the brass would probably want. But yeah, Whittaker, I just don't think it's like that. Whereas Israel Adesanya, he's he's the guy that's like, yeah. he looks good as a champ because he's got that sort of Muhammad Ali arrogance about him. Yeah. Like this is a this is one of those fights for me, I love it and I can't wait to see it, but I won't be upset either if, way. Either way, you know, because yeah. I like them both for different reasons. Yeah. Um, um,
1: for me, it's kind of like, I mean, I would normally go with who's the, the most humble out of these two. And that's the person I would want to win. Cause I don't like Conor McGregor, you know, I'll get that out there right now. And you know that, you know that, <laughs> <Even> me, like, <laughs> and, and yeah. seeing him get choked out by Habib and, <laughs> and all that sort of all just getting damaged against Dustin Poirier was just so fucking much fun for me. Like yeah. I hope personally that he just never wins another fight again. Because it's like all that shit went to your head oh. and now you're not a good fighter because you just fed into your own hype bullshit. But with Israel, like, he's obviously really good in the stand-up as well. And, and I, I don't know if there's a factor of that that's him just being, like, his, his arrogance or cockiness mm. is just part of him putting it on or not. But in terms of styles, because I come from that Thai boxing background mm. um, and Izzy is, you know, 75 and 5 or what Thai boxer or kickboxing yeah. record... Um, and he has that sort of that Thai style of where, you know, some Thais will fight with their hands down and just be really evasive. Mm. And Whitaker has this sort of like, well, I would say almost karate style, jumping on the toes. It's almost brawler feet, as well falls. in some ways. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's... he's skilled brawler, I will yeah. say. Yeah, very skilled. But, um, yeah. but his actual stance and his style and the way he jumps around is, is much more karate. I, mm. I would imagine it could be a different martial art. Yeah. But I like his style more, you know, just a lot, um more interesting for me in the background that I'm from. But, you know, in terms of attitudes, in terms of that sort of stuff, you know, Rob's obviously... And, and he's, well, technically an Australian, like an Australian citizen. Yeah. He's, he's okay. a much more humble guy. You're thinking I should go that way. You're going Izzy? I'm going Izzy. I'm thinking <laughs> Izzy's going to win. <laughs> okay, go but on. like But like you, I'm not going to yeah, be... Yeah,
0: this is the one I think that makes it interesting because I think for the division, it's always good to see the belts change hands. Like if someone's, you know, winning three four, five, six on the trot, it's getting to that point where they're going, Hey, like the belt's probably gonna change hands soon, like statistically. Oh, I think if if anyone in the division's doing it right now, it, it's probably gonna be Whitaker mm. to Izzy. But it's hard when you go, you've seen that first fight, yeah. And you go, well it did beat him, you know? Yeah. Izzy to me is one of those fighters that sort of I don't want to say he's like a like a mirror fighter, but like he can almost like adapt to that that person You know, and like absorb their pressure, their power, their this, their that. Um, I also think it was really cool too how we tried to do the jump to light heavyweight. Like everyone's doing the double belt thing. And he went up there and... He was he was outclassed, you know, but he sort of owned it. But
1: that's, he was just so much smaller.
0: Yeah, and yeah, he was a big guy anyway. But you did see the difference in the yeah, size. Yeah, I mean that's one eighty five to two hundred five. Has my math like twenty pounds? That's a that's a big jump. Yeah, statistically, it's not it's not. And he weighed like 10, in yeah. under. Like yeah uh, yeah. He's got that like African body too, where he's, he's jacked, but he's like lean he's as lean, tall, you know. Yeah. Um. Um. Interesting one. I, I'm on the fence. I can't pick it up. My, like my brain's saying Izzy, but my heart's saying Rob.
1: I'm a little bit different whereas I think that it's kind of cool to see the belt stay with someone because um, like I said before, you know, Anderson Silva is my my goat of all time. Like when he fought Mm -hmm. and he beat Rich Franklin that first time and won the belt in his second UFC fight and I think it was in his second one or um, later when he beat Rich again. He said in Portuguese, obviously, but he said, "I'm a Muay Thai fighter. If you step into the ring against a Muay Thai fighter, this is what happens." And it's because he caught Rich in that that Muay Thai grapple and was just kneeing him to the head. Yeah. And at the time, people weren't training Muay Thai as much, and they didn't know how to deal with that. Mm. Um, and I think, and then he just went on this big dominance streak, and you know, the the longest was it two and a half thousand days of yeah something like that of two. title holding the the, the belt basically. And Izzy's sort of cut from the same sort of cloth, same mold. Mm. And I would love to see him just be dominant at the top for, you know, another five years or something. Yeah. yeah. It's, I think, I think in the modern era, and it's a
0: hard one. Eh? In the modern era, you know, you've got medicine and I'm sure the way they're getting rehabbed and the stem cells and all these different things that the guys are doing. You think that like their bodies could go and and warrant that yeah but i feel he could
1: be the cameron smith of he could be the cameron ufc smith. He could be the <laughs> yeah imagine the that. goat he imagine could that.
0: be we gonna lose <laughs> yeah. Is he gonna retire but they also then the skills across the whole fight game are, are like becoming mm. very like people are getting very good very fast yeah with repetition i think conor again using conor mcgregor there's some other he's the, he's the most notable one that had like the quickest rise to fame fucked off and was gone for a while you know he did the boxing thing made heaps of cash good on him but he come back and you could clearly see that like a lot of people that he was once beating or you know kind of could beat easily yeah he can't beat him anymore Had caught up yeah, yeah. and they'll yeah. bet Dustin Poirier was a really good example of that yeah and I think I mean I've never been a fighter but I, I imagine like anything I'm trying to do a podcast here learn all the shit you get better and better and better at it the more you do it yeah fighting would be no different yeah and um yeah, but in saying that, I mean, these guys stay pretty active uh, in that regards. Izzy fought four, four times in one year. you got to think that's like... Mm. That's just like staying sharp. Yeah. It's a great fight, though, man. It's a great fight. We should have gone the other way. Actually, this is a fucking really good card. Like, this is actually a really good card. I know you don't watch it that much, but from, like, the bottom down, it's fucking... It's, gra- yeah, it's grouse. I'm going to start here at the bottom real quick. Bobby Green versus Nasrat Hakprast. This is an interesting one here, eh? I, um... See, I don't know these guys. Yeah, yeah, twenty-eight and twelve for Bobby Green, thirteen and four for Nazrat. It's been a while, but this Nazrat pops up a bit. I'm going Bobby Green. I'm going Bobby Green. Uh, not because I like him more. I just, I just like that name more. frankly. <laughs> it's easier to say. It's easier to pronounce yeah, for you. I <laughs> cut my tongue saying Nazrat <laughs> Hackbrast. So yeah, we're going Bobby Green. Bantamweight. I, I tell you what, man. My my two cents. Bantamweight is probably one of the most exciting divisions mm. at the moment. I feel like the the top 10 to 15, are just all killers. And yeah. they all have, I reckon they've all got a chance to be belt holders on yeah. a long enough timeline. Um, Kyler Phillips and Marcelo Rojo. I don't know Marcelo Rojo too well. Kyler Phillips, I think he, from best of my knowledge, I think he trains with Sean O'Malley and I think he's coming off a loss. Mm. You what's yeah? You'd like to think Kyle is going to win, but it's it's hard. I don't know. I'm
1: going Kyle Phillips. What's the like in uh, obviously that's in um, pounds, but bantamweight that was the so like they, that's one
0: thirty five pounds, which would be correct me. I think it's about sixty five kilos. You reckon? Give or take.
1: You reckon it's lighter than that? I don't know. I've got no They're idea. They're little boys. It's it's little, but because okay, so in entire boxing there was bantamweight was technically the weight that i fought at i believe what were you weighing at then that was about 57 kilos That's so, so fucking light. um but i know the divisions are different obviously between mixed martial arts and anti-boxing and kickboxing and stuff well i mean but,
0: pounds to kilos to pounds to kilos if it's 135 pounds oh, i thought it was 65 i could be wrong it could be closer to 60 i don't know yeah i feel like I want we'll to google it. it we'll look it up we'll, we'll google but it, yeah. um Jay, you know
1: back in the day obviously when i was Originally, watching UFC, they their lightest division was. I'm find this out right now. I'm my own Jamie. Was it lightweight? Was the lightest division? It was lightweight? Yeah. welterweight, middleweight, light heavyweight, and heavyweight. So they only had five divisions, yeah. and now they've added in so 61 kilos. That's
0: 61 kilos, give or take. These guys are probably weigh in 135. The I reckon get to like almost like 145, 140, 145 mm. day of the fight. Yeah. It's fucking little. I was 57 kilos when I left grade 12. Mm. I'm probably seventy-eight kilos now, and I'm about five-seven. Yeah, I could be a bantamweight. <laughs> my body is telling me right now I'm lightweight, and I'd get my face smashed a bit here, eh? But um, yeah, you're bantam- actually—that makes sense. You're quite quite little. <laughs>
1: Well, that was <laughs> ten years ago. Ten years ago, you're not that now.
0: <laughs> nah, you're a welterweight now for sure. Yeah. Nah, but this will be a good fight. This is a good way to open the card, I think. Bobby Green, Kyler Phillips, are going to be good. This one's a good, exciting fight. Middleweight. So we got Jared Cannonier and Derek Brunson. So, so Brunson's been one of those guys. Has been around forever. He's had wins. He's had losses, and he's had wins more recently. Right. He's he's good from all accounts. Jared, can
1: you get beaten by Izzy and? Yeah, Rob, both, both just quite recently in the last couple of years. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jared Cannonier has been
0: beat by Robert Whitaker, uh, notably most recently. I don't think he's ever fought Izzy. I'm pretty
1: confident of that. Pretty cool name, like Cannoneer. I, I think I'm going to go with him.
0: Oh, I'm going with Jared Cannoneer too,
1: <laughs> and um, he has my name. So yeah. O- so. I
0: will say though, Brunson looks like um, Wesley Snipes in Demolition Man. He's got the blonde. <laughs> yeah. He's got the blonde hair. So I mean, like, who else
1: is in that movie? Is that uh, Stallone? Stallone? Yeah, yeah. and um, Dennis Leary's in
0: it too. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Um, yeah, yeah,
1: the girl from the bus. <laughs> yeah, look at me like i
0: just demolition. Just rattling off the cast of Demolition Man. Um, so you can't knock. You can't knock a dude with blonde, frosted blonde tips, but
1: you mean an African American, an African American with frosted dude. blonde. You can knock a white man with
0: all the stuff that's been going through Joe Rogan <laughs> right now. I'm, and, and we'll get to that, later ladies. We are going to talk. You don't want to get banned. We're going to talk about the OG Joe Rogan, but I just don't even know what words I can say anymore. But an African American with blonde afro, that's that's a, that's his fucking seat. That's a vibe. Cisco. That's <laughs> yeah. I'll put a hundred thousand. Is my walkout song. This could you believe that yeah Derek's gonna walk out of the thong song right Jared is gonna win this one I feel that deep down in my fucking underpants 100% that's gonna be a good fight I'm excited to watch this card with you yeah we're all gonna learn something this day you're gonna learn about fights and how drunk I
1: can get in a three hour period (laughs) (laughs) 24 beers I mean I've watched hundreds of UFC fights I just haven't watched or paid I should say I haven't paid for a card
0: you've never watched With the King of the Couch no I haven't
1: but it'll be at my house you would be entering the Kingsman's domain. I Think so. of it as a um,
0: almost like a like a I want to say charity. That's too much of a harsh word. <laughs> uh, it's it's an event where I'm running. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm coming. You've won a draw. I'm coming to your house. It's like a cameo, but in real life. Yeah. Um, this is a good one. The co-main event is very good, I think. Derek Lewis and Tai Tuivasa. You got to know you know both these fighters.
1: Yes. Yeah. So Derek Lewis has the most knockouts in UFC history. He's, he's, From what I can tell He's definitely up there He's, he's um, Yeah
0: He's had a run of the belt He's one of those guys I love Derek Lewis The black beast They call him Yeah And I, I just don't know If he's going to be one of those guys That ever gets a belt But he's yeah. always going to be Sniffing around Like he's going to get the belt Because he's one of those guys That will like come in And just fucking Rip some cunt's head off Yeah And then he'll come into The next fight and not, it just looks like he's tired.
1: Yeah, he, I mean, when you get to heavyweights, like we we're talking about bantam weights before and how everyone's a killer, like heavyweights, you know, I, I, I just look at this like we were talking about style before with Izzy mm. and Rob. These two guys don't have a style, I feel. They just punch, don't they know how to, to punch, t- and yeah, if, they, they, and if they get hit. You get knocked out, kind yeah, of thing. You it's know? like,
0: what's the game plan? One of us is going to die. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, like, is this getting out of the first round? <laughs> I hope not. Like, I hope not. <laughs>
0: I um, I, I really appreciate half an hour of ads between my fights. Yeah. No, but for real, I don't think it's getting out of the first round. If it does get out of the first round, I I it, I, I can't see it going in the distance. You know, nah. Maybe it's one of those fights.
1: Does Does two of us do a shooey? If he loses, like if he's not fucking on the way to hospital type of scenario, or is he just too sure if he wins?
0: Not on the side of the cage, he would I'm sure behind closed doors, he <laughs> yeah, would. Yeah, they'd you be know. sure he's
1: happening left, right and center, yeah.
0: maybe. Oh, this is a good one. Derek Lewis is coming off a win, Ty's coming off a win, Derek's been around for a lot longer, Ty's had that, he had the run up, then he lost, I think, two or three fights in a row, then he's now won two or three fights. Arguably the last one was uh, I believe Greg Hardy Which was a good one To knock out Because they had that The good thing about Ty too is And I like Derek too Because they both got that thing Where they're not afraid To talk a bit of shit mm. Especially Ty He's got that whole Western Sydney fucking Yeah Esche thing going on And like He he loves the Penrith Penders
1: Can just. Can Owens, B Eshe. Is he someone
0: Mate, he's Eshe. He says Eshe. <laughs> I'm, go- I'm not going to argue with him. You know what I mean? He would literally knock me into the fucking outer realms of the universe. But this is a good one. From what you know about these two two guys, what what's your gut saying? Who's going to win this one? Oh,
1: I don't have a gut feeling, but I think that, like I said, it's going to be a knockout. And obviously, just being slightly patriotic, I'd have to say I want Ty to win. Yeah. Um, that'd be a big scout for him. And... Was we'll he a Shiri on the side of the cage? Um. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. Thinking when has Derek Lewis been knocked
0: out? I'm sure he has been knocked out, mm. but I can't recall who's knocked him out. Yeah, right. I don't know Ty has been knocked out because yeah. he. I feel he fights. Previously, he definitely has. Yeah, he got knocked against Greg Hardy. He just was able to withstand it and knock him back harder. So, again, my brain's saying Derek. But my heart's saying, Ty. Mm. I'd like Bam Bam to win because he's like still young, you yeah. know? And I don't think this will rub Derek, but it will really catapult Ty mm. in, a, in, a, in a good, positive way up the rankings. But yeah, it's a fun fight, man. Someone's getting drunk that night after yeah. that fight, and someone's probably going to hospital with a concussion. Um, but that's exactly what you want in your fights, eh? I'm excited, man. So set the scene for me Sunday. Um, I've literally got a lift there. Like, I'm definitely getting on... The beers, if that's yeah. okay with you. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's that sort of house, you know? Your family be there. <laughs> like, if I take my shirt off at some point. Is well, that...
1: The boys might watch it with me. I've been That'd watching heaps of UFC at home. They've they, got to learn. They watch it, yeah.
0: No, it's sick. It, it's going to be a good card. I'm actually really excited. It's been a while since I've sat down and watched a card properly. I think the last one was probably fucking like November mm. with Jordan and actually sitting there properly watching it. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to have a
1: good time, man. I think. S- so, yeah. Yeah, no, I was gonna say, sweet man, like, yeah, I'm keen. Mm. We'll just watch the main card, I would imagine, live. Like, yeah, just well, for money and time constraints. Like the, <laughs> the, there's so many fights. I've got the, I've got the UFC
0: fight pass, so we can we can watch prelims if you want. i probably won't come around till one yeah, o'clock just because of my yeah. father. I've got some duties. Yeah, I can't get the whole day off to just be a <laughs> reckless fight fan. I'm that guy from the meme that has his shirt off in the crowd, but it's got UFC. Just, uh, we'll be we a face pains on that day. Um, no, I'm very excited. <laughs> You're putty. <laughs> putty. So, tonight, look, it's not completely all about sport
1: tonight, but that was a good bit. It, it felt good to talk about sport. It felt good to talk about sport. Like, it's light, you know, <sighs> I could talk about heavy stuff all day, but I just want to take a break. And I do enjoy sport, man. Like, I need to take that break. And it, and it sounds like a bad thing. Like, I need to take a break from. Reality, but this mm. is reality in a way as well because every it's, day it's I'm good. thinking, man, shit hit, keeps hitting the fan. But I just want to be happy every day and do the things that I can do. Mm. And man, watching watching UFC or watching rugby league motivates me to go out and and train and and want to be healthier and yeah. not drink the beers with you on Sunday. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird. just kick you when you're on the ground yeah. at my house,
0: just spewing. We um. <laughs> We're like two different sides of Mike Tyson's career here. You're the up-and-coming Mike Tyson. I'm the, I've, We've just got incredibly rich Mike Tyson. Let's get on the coke and buy a tiger. Um, yeah, I do. I literally do that. I, every time I watch a game of rugby league, I want to get rugby league drunk. But yeah, there's sure, there's an element I want to go for a run to with a ball, but it's more than 27 beers after the game. But no, I'm excited. How far away, uh, just on sport before we, before we chop it off there, how far away are we from the NRL season?
1: Well, it's like early March, isn't it? Early March, or mid yeah. or mid maybe. So we might
0: circle back maybe with a preview of the season, maybe. Yeah. Or even after the first round. I'm not sure how we'll do it. Yeah. I don't know how we're gonna structure the podcast just yet with the sports stuff, but it's gonna I think I think we'll aim for it with definitely one a month at least, maybe two a month. And then give the punters what they what they want. And yeah. we'll
1: break it down, talk about any any debacles. But yeah,
0: like you were just saying, I really like
1: talking sport. I've got to get something out of my five dollar a month Ko subscription. I mean, I don't watch cricket. I've never watched cricket in my life. I've never watched AFL. I don't watch tennis. So since the grand final, Ko's just been taking their five bucks a month, and I haven't been watching anything. Look at this sucker. He hasn't turned it on once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I've got to yeah make some some back.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, no. We can do that. We can do that. So we'll chop off the sport there, mate. Because I also wanted to talk to you tonight about the Joe Rogan debacle Mm. I thought who else better to to talk to about this than you because you have good opinions I like your opinions I respect your opinions but it's been going crazy and I've been I've been on you're still not on social media right no yeah I respect that about you because social media is absolutely blowing up with it I touched on it recently with a guest he had some really good points not around that it specifically more so around like the whole cancel, cancel culture idea and stuff like yeah, that yeah. which i thought was really good but just over the last what three weeks i suppose since it's come to light with the whole neil young versus joe rogan thing how it's just sort of gone on yeah you know, where artists are taking their music off spotify joe's now had an apology come out then he's had some episodes taken down. I think he's had like 70 or so taken of the 1770 that he's got. Yeah. And he's now got like this video that's out there with the N word circulated. Mm. It's like a compilation. Someone spent a lot of time on that one. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot happening in Joe Rogan's world. But I just wanted to hear your thoughts on it. Because like for me, it's one of those things like it's annoying because of like the context I feel and it's I can understand certain things as I'm watching it I can see why certain people are doing what they're doing but it's just a, it's a really interesting sort of like a, it's almost like a take on the modern era of mm. like when something's said and, and an individual doesn't like it it's, it's like move straight to cancel yeah we don't like it we don't yeah. want, we're not even going to turn the TV off We're just going to write to the news station with a fucking complaint yeah. whilst the TV's playing it's yeah, like there, there's a like,
1: lot of things going on with this whole story and I've sort of been immersed in it a quite a bit because, you know, the Joe Rogan experience is one of the main podcasts that I listen to yeah. along with um, Russell Brand and then, you know, Bloke in a Bar, just footy stuff. So they're probably yeah. the three main ones, right? Um, and, you know, you're the one that actually sent me the, the thing about Neil Young, about like I have heard about that he was, you know, had that ultimatum. Mm. But then you sent me a video that was interesting about, you know, the financial aspect to that. With um, this, is to
0: do with the Amazon Music thing as well. Was that one? Yeah, thing? well, I yeah.
1: don't know if that mentioned that, but just the fact that, you know, his, his back catalog had been sold to a company who was then bought by another company. And the head of that company is a former CEO of Pfizer. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which was made public about six days ago. So that was pretty interesting. Um, like, so there are some, it's not as simple as it looks. There's some other agendas and things at play, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, I would theorize. Uh, so financial things, because um, we're talking about big money, you know, Spotify um, yeah. is big money, Fires is big money, back catalogs of artists is big money. Yeah. And then the whole thing is people jump on this bandwagon of going, I if if I don't virtue signal and also pull my shit off Spotify, my fans might berate me, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because Joe Rogan's misinformation and Joe Rogan's a, a racist or whatever it is, but... Um, you know, talking to a few guys and listening and watching a lot of videos and content about this, I guess, and we can go deeper into it, but Mm. there's so much of it that I feel like is potentially just a smoke screen to distract from other things that may be happening. And it is important. And and I really like Joe's content and him as a person from what I know, Mm. but, um, I feel like there's a lot of other stuff that's getting left out of circulation because there's so much focus on this. So. Yeah, it's
0: interesting, hey, like his rise to fame, if you will, like Joe Rogan. I mean, he's literally been around, I think, doing the podcast for like 12 years, you know. And arguably, it's, it's probably one of, the, one of the main sources of information that a lot of the world, or a lot of the Western world will probably go to now. Yeah. I saw a stat just this week, I don't have it in front of me, but it was like, you know, an American so it was like CNN, Tucker Carlson, and all these things I had Joe Rogan at the top, like clearly
1: Yeah, like above 11 the million place. views per episode on average compared, you know, like his views per ep, um, on average was yeah. outdoing all the other like four or five major American news networks. Yeah. Yeah, I average th- views.
0: And I think too, like if you just look at it compared to say, okay, this is a this is a portion of information that you're going to get, right? And then you can go to well, America's CNN, but I could go to Channel 9 or I could go to Channel 7, we could get A portion of information there just black and white it's it's like this is unedited this is genuinely uncensored and i I just trust this guy more because of just that alone Mm. right there's no ads there's no bullshit he says what he's feeling there's some swearing there's this there's that whereas this is like packaged it's edited it's cut everything's taken out of context like on a long enough timeline, I'm sure everybody's been somewhat of a racist, and someone can be incredibly racist when you go. I'm going to take yeah. a story and I'm going to cut the punchline. I'm going to do this and go
1: and take it out of context.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So it's it's interesting, and I think too, it's good because they've got. Let's be let's be frank. Like for me, like I, I like Joe Rogan too. I mean, I started a podcast not purely off the back of Joe Rogan, but he kind of gives you those ideas. Going well. It's the guy in the room that likes to have conversations. I'm yeah. a guy that likes to have conversations. If this guy's done it, why can't I do it? So you take inspiration from that. But it's amazing how, like, again, it's literally been kicked off by, like, two episodes with doctors that have, mm. you know, in the eyes of that side of the, of the media, yeah. of the government, they've done the wrong thing, right? Yeah. And he's put them on a platform and gone, "Here, yeah, you could talk. It just happens to be probably the, the biggest free speech platform in the world. Yeah. Realistically or show, I should say, um, that is on a, like a huge, I guess, capitalist, uh, network. Now the mm-hmm. fact that guy got a hundred million dollars to do his show on Spotify. Yeah. Um, is, which is crazy. And then I get my thoughts on Spotify. I like I pay for a Spotify membership. I use Spotify. I wouldn't say I necessarily like Spotify in the way that it doesn't really pay artists and things like that. But it's kind of just that platform that it's like a it's like a one stop shop for all the information you want to get. And how else am I going to get it? There's other services, but yeah, yeah, you know yourself, you could pay for a thousand different streaming services or buy. I mean, you work at you know, selling CDs, selling vinyl, selling this. You'd be spending fucking hundreds of dollars every week trying yeah. to find new music. Yeah, so it's not feasible to do that. This is why streaming companies have worked so well because it's that age of information where we're just like. I want to hear a hundred new songs today. Yeah, I can do that so easy. Yeah, fully. Like Ten years ago, that was quite difficult. <laughs> yeah, now very easy. So yeah, it, it is interesting, man. Um, it's so left field though, don't you think? Like how it's just sort of came about, and I love the fact that it was Neil Young.
1: Yeah. Well, originally there was a there was a thing about an open letter that was written to to Spotify by two hundred and seventy. Uh, doctors and mm. then it became two hundred and seventy medical experts and then became well uh, a lot of these people aren't even doctors, a lot of them um were nurses or vets and mm. not, not saying anything about nurses or vets, but like um They weren't that, what they were claiming to be. Yeah, yeah, that kept getting unraveled where it was just like, okay, so how many actual doctors are in this open letter? Yeah. Um and then obviously a lot of it yeah kicked off by those two podcast with peter McCullough and uh i think it's robert malone yeah which are two really interesting podcasts and you, you, know, you don't have fully, to like yeah of course yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't finish yeah.
0: both of them like right to the end yeah but a good two two and a half hours because yeah. they were like three three and a half hours yeah. most both of them i think
1: look if they want to add a disclaimer saying there's and to every podcast ever yeah especially this one we're on right now yeah. saying this podcast might contain opinions yeah. or potentially things that aren't inherently true, Yeah, you you just put that on every news station, yeah. CNN and Fox and anyone that has anyone talking about anything. Oh, 100%. Just put on everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and those big news um, shows and corporations, a lot of them are sponsored by Pfizer and other big pharmaceutical companies. And, and, and so that's they're never the going to say anything bad against the people that pay no. their fucking wages. Um, but yeah, it's really interesting, like it, the whole thing and... Um, like I said, there's just that aspect of virtue signaling and it's pretty funny that The Rock had this video or tweet that you put out and then after that N-word, you know, video came out, he r- rescinded and, and pulled back. And then, and this t- you know, remember Tim Sylvia, their former UFC heavyweight yeah. champ, he was just like pussy yeah. to The Rock and stuff, which <laughs> <laughs> is hilarious. The, uh, I feel like The Rock would just bash Tim Sylvia anyway, but oh, it's just hilarious. Man. But Twitter, like, I've never had Twitter and I don't you don't know, have any Twitter's social media at all. I, so yeah.
0: I, I, I am on Twitter now. I wouldn't say I tweet. I'm not i I'm not a tweeter. I just I'm just that's,
1: a you know that's what everyone fucking says. Yeah. When they're on Twitter. I'm not that guy Oh yet. I don't tweet. I don't tweet. I just <laughs> I'm just a creep. That I just watches. retweet. Yeah. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm the guy that just
0: oh, cool image, share. Yeah. Um, no but it is one thing that I think is really cool about Twitter, which I've only really just discovered, is the whole trending hashtag thing. Yeah, right. Um, this week I've seen you know, there's been Joe Rogan, Neil Young. I stand with Joe Rogan. Mm. All these different things, and you can literally get like a fucking smorgasbord of different opinions from people like you and I, or yeah. people like The Rock. You know what I mean? It's it's so fucking interesting, like that. But yeah, it's it's I, I like what you're saying is like there's there's a few things that have come out of it that I just like that sort of sit funny with me. The term misinformation, for one, has been incredibly yeah overused like to the point of like extinction like and I don't think I've ever heard the word misinformation used as much as in the last two weeks as I have I've never heard it
1: but it's getting used to discredit people that don't comply with yeah corporate media narrative kind of thing but you know if you put it against say CNN and say they have misinformation they're like no we have teams of legal experts and doctors it's like yeah but you're still talking bullshit Yeah. anyone can see you're talking bullshit but apparently not but well that and that's the thing
0: too and misinformation too like again it could be one of these things where you you do research and this could be it and this is not even just about vaccines or anything it's, it's about you could talk about the fucking ufc mm. you know what i mean and, or oh yeah that that person i believe you know trained here and beat that person yeah. there and you could say it out loud now someone could then take that information and run with it that's just believes me listening week to week it turns out that I was actually talking shit and I had no idea what I was fucking talking about and yeah. I was wrong. That's that's misinformation in a nutshell. Yeah. So I think on a long enough timeline, especially when things change, you know what I mean? It's like going, well, yeah, cigarettes were once advertised as good for you. Mm. That's misinformation too. Asbestos yeah. is really good too, for you. Yeah. Misinformation. So it's like, yes, yes, yes. And I mean, evidently those people have now gotten in trouble as well, but those are like really quite sinister things, but mm. it's everywhere. You yeah. know, it's a really hard thing to not miss, be
1: misinformed or... Yeah. Um, well, Joe had really good examples in his his apology video that he put out and uh, he put on, on Spotify as well. It's about 10 minutes. But he said, you know, well, I'm paraphrasing here, but, mm. you know, sometime last year, essentially, if you were to say that the lab leak theory yeah. was, you know, the predominant theory, that would be you'd be you know cast out basically yeah. and now it's a, the predominant theory yeah. or if you would say that you could spread covid if, even if you've been vaccinated they'd be like no that's bullshit you can't mm. well now we know that you can and so all these examples he gave were just we're only talking about a time frame of like 6 months I mean, not even 12 months yeah you know um, so and
0: and that was and that is quote unquote misinformation right and there mm. was videos i think i think Russell Brand leaked one too. i mean you'd have to go far to find these videos i mean even our government have said stuff like that like hey you won't get this if you get that Mm. and it's like okay cool so you do that and then all of a sudden a lot of people have got this even though they got that yeah it's like okay well who the fuck's was wrong. Yeah. You know, and no one puts their hands up and go, yeah, we fucked up. Like that would be, that would be the cool thing if, if a government did that or a media company oh, did that. And imagine then they would if you, they would
1: just were held accountable. Like you,
0: you, hey, listen, sorry. Yeah. Thought we had to figure it out and we didn't. Cause it, like those human beings do, right? Yeah. Like if we, if I genuinely get something wrong, sometimes you've got to swallow your pride a bit, but you go, yeah, I fucked up. And then as soon as you utter the words like, hey, I fucked up, I'm sorry. It's almost like that other person or that other side has to go, yeah, yeah. And it's almost like, oh stop going on about it. Yeah. I've said I fucked up and I apologize, so shut up. You yeah. know what I mean? But um yeah, that's the thing too. Like it's it's that whole misinformation thing. But it was interesting how it went from like the doctors came out and said this sort of stuff, which was incredibly interesting because we listened to those podcasts and I didn't think it was like two kooks or crackpots talking. Both those guys had like huge histories. Huge credentials. And both it's, vaccinated it's, as yeah, well. Both vaccinated. Both, uh, well, I don't definitely, Dr. Rob Malone had COVID. He talked about it at length. Mm. So it's, it, it to me, like, and I think we, we see eye to eye on this. It's like the rational common sense sort of approach. Yeah. Right. I know I'll talk a lot of shit and have a fun time and stuff, but deep under that, there's all, there's rationality and common sense. And when someone's talking it, you can like clearly identify it and go, okay, cool. He's seen some shit, both sides. And now it's like he's form, formulated an opinion and he's going to give it to me here. Mm. As a human being that has half a brain at least, I can go. Well, I'm gonna take that opinion and either agree with it or not agree with it. But is someone that's like a legitimate person and doesn't have those crazy fucking tendencies? I can go. Yeah, cool. Well, maybe I, I respect it. If not, I'll take it or leave it. Like mm. it's just. And that's the thing I think that's like like irking me the most in this day and age. Yeah, is the people are just so overly offended. Yeah. And, like, just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. Yeah. You know? And then it's that whole thing of like, cancel that person. That's wrong. They've said one wrong thing. They've said 100 million right things, and they've said well, definitely one wrong thing. So we should yeah. cancel them. Yeah. But I mean, if that was the case, we'd all be fucked. Yeah. Like, I'd
1: definitely be fucked. Um, and then. And just because you've got one thing wrong doesn't mean the 10 things you got right are then wrong. Exactly. Those 10 things remain correct oh, or right. and I know. But, yeah. It, the whole the whole thing with accountability. I mean, look at a couple examples. Well, just recently, I think it was sort of coming out that Pfizer's um, vaccine safety data from their trials, uh, the information is locked up for the next seventy five years, allegedly. Don't want to misinform anyone here. But I think it was Russell Brand. The video I watched that he talked about, it, and he had an article that linked to. It, but his uh, you know metaphor for that was basically like going to your husband or your partner and saying. Hey, are you cheating on me? And going, uh, ask me in seventy-five years, and I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. It's like, are you gonna trust? No. You know what you're gonna hear. You know you're gonna trust that answer. Yeah. And you know another great example you, you could harp on about this all day is the Vietnam War mm. was basically started on a lie, where they said, "Hey, North Vietnamese ships fired on us in the uh, uh, what was the Gulf of Tonkin, I think it was. Mm. Let's go to war." So we're talking, you know, millions of people killed. Right, yeah. for a 15-year war that basically went no and just destroyed Vietnam, destroyed Cambodia Mm. because of a lie. And it comes out 10, 20 years after the fact, oh, yeah, that was a lie. So as we lied to you, or the people that lied to you, they're dead now or whatever, or they're not in office anymore. So no one's held accountable. Well, to me, that's a fucking war crime. You know, like if you are responsible for hundreds of millions of people or hundreds of thousands Mm. or millions or whatever the number is of people getting killed on a lie, Mm. you know, should be fucking hung, but yeah, it doesn't happen exactly. And then that's the thing too. Like uh,
0: w- most people, you know, again, most decent people with that common sense, they they can see these sort of things, you know. Um, but it, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's just it's. Off. I almost feel like it's a bit scary too. You know, I, I look at the end of the day, like we're talking about this in the podcast because it's. I think it's a great topic to discuss right but i don't lose sleep over it mm. i'm not it's not gonna stop me in my podcast and speak yeah in my mind yeah and i think it's important to have that open oh, that fucking open dialogue where you can just say look i like x y and z i don't really get down with that mm. and then that other person goes oh i like X, Y, and z and i don't really get down with that yeah and there's like things that you there you have like because In we're common. not all the same person, It'd you know? be so boring if we are all just these fucking, yeah. fucking you know, like that. You like beer. I can't drink beer. Exactly. I've got vodka. And we don't, we don't we don't, care about that, you know what I mean? I'm not going to yeah. go and talk shit to Beck when you leave about your yeah. vodka drinking ways. I can't believe Aaron drinks beer. Yeah. I think, isn't it, isn't it, you know, like, isn't that what Hitler tried to do? Like, yeah. I need a perfect race of blonde-haired, blue-eyed people. Yeah. Hitler, is never gonna happen, yeah. right? Yeah. There's some black haired people out there. Let them, let them have a good time. But it was crazy too. And then off the back of the the whole thing, it just sort of like the the defaming comes out. I think the worst thing he did was probably like, come out and like apologize. I, like In the initial video Joe Rogan did, it was, I don't know if it was an apology as such. There was things he sort of was like- was, I thought that video was good though. It was a good yeah. video. Yeah. I don't think you should apologize for anything in that video. I don't think he did the the whole m word video thing was interesting i i only saw i oh, saw i saw his apology shit and then i saw the video after the fact mm. um yeah look it's again everything was taken out of context in my opinion however but if you yeah <clears throat> if you
1: can go and grab sound bites over yeah I wouldn't say hundred twenty. It's like that Simpsons episode where they cut it so that Homer's sweet, yeah. sweet can. <laughs> yeah, dude. it's like that, <laughs> Mr. Simpson. Don't take your anger out of me. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I
0: wouldn't. I wouldn't say the word. Like, definitely not publicly. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I think too. You, you know those repercussions of just like, it's not my. It's not my word. It's not our word. It's not. It's definitely not white. A white person's word, mm. right? And and I know. Uh, look again historically white people have probably used it more in history as as a derogatory term than hey like yeah. i love this person I'm yeah i'm calling that as a term of endearment i just it doesn't it's, happen
1: it's one of those things like i think that you're right like we probably obviously don't need to use it it's not mm. something that would i would ever really say but it's also like you could say fuck yeah and people go oh it's so offensive you said fuck why can't you just say f yeah yeah and it's like people don't say the word they say the n-word yeah and that's how they they sort of yeah. it's it's a hard one too
0: because I feel like using that word for example right like out of all the of all the different cultures out there right every a lot of cultures have a word right and mm. their words probably the most like well-known well-documented and probably the most Derogatory one That you could fucking say But mm. it's also The the one you hear about The most You hear rap music
1: Well exactly it's, it's You hear in, it a it's lot It's in mainstream culture So much Yeah Well especially in hip hop But yeah um, Mike Perry The
0: UFC fighter Well he's now left He's in band I thought Have you ever seen him mm. He's a fucking white guy Right Yeah He says it all the time And yeah. I've always just been I'm that guy like Is there, <laughs> anyone else hearing this Yeah You know what I mean Or am I missing something Is he that guy That's like African American But like Doesn't look like it Yeah there's instances of that too. So you're going, oh, now they're just picking on, picking on this. But the fact that like he said the word and then the fact that it's like, okay, now he's a racist. Yeah. It's like, I don't buy that he's a racist.
1: Yeah, exactly. That.
0: He's clearly got a shitload of black friends. Yeah. The guy wears fucking Wu-Tang t-shirts. He talks about listening to Wu-Tang, t- Wu-Tang yeah. and fucking Immortal Technique and all, the, you know, all these different rap groups and stuff that are made up of black people. It's like, Really? You know what I mean? Like, it's not that. But I can imagine how hard that would be to go, yeah, I did say that shit. The only one thing I saw that was kind of, he made this Planet of the Apes reference.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And that was racist. And that's the thing, right? And this is the thing where I I feel, and again, not sticking up for comedians here, because I love comedy. Comedy always blurs the lines of like, what's funny as a joke, and what's actually right. Yeah. And every every comedian is guilty of going, well, we're going to talk about... The transgender fucking community we're gonna yeah. talk about cancer we're gonna talk about gays fucking aids all the shit right and and it's like dave Chappelle, he's, he's in trouble for talking about the transgender fucking community jimmy carr's now in trouble for making a joke about uh you know hitler killing gypsies yeah that's going on right now in the media and it's like all these things so a part of me goes is it joe the comedian and i don't think he's a good comedian i think he's a fucking one of the best podcasters in the world i don't think he's a good comedian I yeah th- right. I, I don't think he's funny right in that re- <laughs> in that way yeah but is it, is, it, is it i was going and watching that and going is it him trying to be funny like yeah. as in like oh this is a good comedian fucking point of judgment here yeah. and i've just made a terrible decision because the joke just was it was a shit joke if it was a joke yeah but yeah that was probably the only thing i thought oh god okay that sounds bad but most of them, you could see he's coaxing. And there was a big part of me too that I thought, and it'd be good to hear your opinion on this too. Is like, you, you made that you, you fucking you you just said the word fuck, right? Mm. I did not get offended by the word fuck. Some people of get offended by the word fuck. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and the word cunt, especially is, yeah. is like, oh god, can't say that. Yeah. It's like on a long enough timeline, is it going to be a thing where th- these words lose all meaning and mm. it just becomes like a part of everyday? It might not in a year's time, but it could in a hundred years time.
1: Or if we keep getting censored, do we <clears throat> these words cease to exist because we can't use you know sanitized yeah forms of conversation?
0: And yeah, it's like that. And I think is it is it it's kind of like if you if you bring it to light more, if you say it more, mm. will it take
1: the edge off? I think it does certain things. You know, I like, think a well-timed C bomb oh, can yeah. really reiterate you know reiterate that you're serious about. Yeah, <laughs> a particular issue. I like to just um, drop the
0: esky in there. Um, yeah, sponsored by Quicksilver. thanks I know uh, that's
1: our villa one, mate. Isn't it? Shit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: cut it out, cut it out. Sorry, my sponsor's going to kill me. um I'll be, I'll definitely off Spotify.
1: Actually, I think one of, um, I'm just drawing. Out this is random, about. but when we we're in Jamie and I were in uh Malaysia, I think so. We we went to Cambodia for a honeymoon. And we stopped. Yeah. Off in Malaysia for a couple of nights on the way back as a stopover. you got a mm. f- fly in your face. He's also your sponsor. Yeah, fuck me. Um, it's the first of many. A human fly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, fly. we're in, um, I think it was a Billamong store, mm. and um, I, Jamie was trying something on or whatever, and they had all these like posters and stuff in the change rooms. And she goes, Oh, that's my cousin. And I'm like, What? She's like, Yeah, he's sponsored by Billamong. There's a picture of him. Like, And it was just like, billabong wallpaper or whatever i'm pretty yeah. sure it's billabong yeah it's pretty cool that it's like being away. in malaysia mm. not getting attacked by a fly where did that fly oh, come we've, from we've got a fly on the show the
0: doors closed <laughs> the windows are closed i don't know where the fucking fly's coming from the mate. first person to kill it it's on the mic <laughs> eh? like can you believe it give me some chopsticks i'm gonna have to pause it you right um <laughs> no nah, nah, we're, 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 we're we're gonna get like, <laughs> I'm, I'm a vegetarian <laughs> I'm and I'm I'm vegan get but, like but that, it's
1: going like okay as a vegetarian it was just like mozzies flies and cockroaches they all fucking die and sand flies but that's a form of fly you know i'm not going to go kill a spider or a lizard or a fly, whatever but those three mozzies oh yeah flies and, can fuck yeah, off hey flies. i
0: actually had a bit of guilt today <laughs> frankly because i was like i was gassing them you know ate with a mosquito <laughs> fucking i'm just gassing them thing and this is and i just had like glimpses of like uh, things in history and i'm thinking <laughs> and, was this how they think you're the like, big bad yeah um, you know and but they're yeah. going
1: to be dead tomorrow anyway. They're fucking useless. Isn't that what happens? They they're last useless. like a day or three days.
0: Yeah, and there's that thing too. Like they, I don't, I don't even know what they do. Most things have a thing that they do. I don't know what a fly does. That. I think they... It's
1: some bullshit insect Maggots and they, they break down stuff and stinky garbage <laughs> out. Yeah, and they maggots have no are fucking idea what they do. gross <laughs> too. And they're in cahoots <laughs> with the flies, eh? I don't know.
0: They land on shit and then they land on you. Yeah. It's disgusting. Ugh. Uh Where were we? We were talking about Mister Mr... Mr. Rogan there was one thing that I wanted to, some of the thoughts that I had off the back of that too right was okay he's made a mistake saying the word if 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 that's what it is right he's made a mistake saying words yeah i've made many a
1: mistake but did you know that like a f- three or four of the people that had called him out about that people have gone well fuck you and gone back and do their podcast and shit and found them using the same word yeah. and gone you're a fucking idiot here it is. Here's a video of you using the same word. Yeah. So you got no right to call out. And that's what that whole bullshit virtue signaling thing is about. It's just like, exactly, Oh, man. like I'm a good one. Look at me. I'm calling out the bad people mm. and like, just trying to show everyone how fucking woke they are. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. People are just so fucking some people like that, especially just dumb
0: cunts, like yeah. for real dumb cunts. Like, yeah. and I'll, I'll catch myself too. I, I literally will. And this is, this is like being a self aware human. Like, you'll got to say something online. Sometimes I've got to like type something in online and I never get any stouches online, but every now and then I'm like, oh, I'm going to say something here. And I always catch myself in the moment and I, and you sit back and you go, actually, am I right in saying what I'm saying? 50, 50, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like that, but it's almost like this thing that human beings don't make mistakes at a certain level. Mm. They have to stop making mistakes. Yeah. They, they forget that they're superhuman. Yeah. They've got incredibly fucking deep pockets but, like, he's just a normal ass dude beyond that. Okay, he's a bit, you know, he hunts and fucking he's the face of the UFC in a way. But mm. it's like he's made mistakes. If you come up, and again, I'm the guy, like, that. if you own up to your mistake, you say sorry. Yeah, it yeah. was bad. You might get dragged over the coals just temporarily. But it's almost like as soon as you say sorry, you're on the other side. And you're going, okay, Well, let, we're working it. Mm. Fucking getting back. Together here on mutual yeah.
1: playing ground. It's funny because like we're talking about, you know, him being a comedian and what can comedians get away and where can mm. they push that boundary. Mm. And I don't, I don't know if we talk about this before, but I love Ricky Gervais. But my boundary for me, and I, and my, a few of my friends know this, is like I just don't do fucking dead baby jokes, <laughs> and I don't dig them, and I don't find them funny, right? Yeah. And R- Ricky Gervais went there in one of his comedy specials. I just didn't find it funny. But yeah. he's allowed to say it. I'm not going to get offended. I'm not going to cancel him or whatever. Yeah. But it's like. When we're talking about people can joke about babies dying mm. or joke about the Holocaust or joke about whatever they want to sort of thing yeah and and that's okay and I'm not, I'm not saying it shouldn't be okay because I think comedy and free speech should be a thing yeah. but if someone taken out of context is using a word that they find offensive they're not talking about death they're not talking about anything like that yeah and all of a sudden it's not nah, you've got to be cancelled like because someone's more offended by that than the fact of you know, yes death. it's really bizarre so it's in it, it, it and it gets to me it gets as silly as that like Who, who's you know creating these standards that we have to live by yeah it's yeah. dumb
0: asses, right and then it's like people eventually win a court case that like will help that mm. you know like it's like breaking into someone's house and like you the, the robber's fallen onto a knife yeah, and they sued that person, and they've <laughs> yeah. won. Like that shit actually happens in real yeah. life, which is fucking beyond a joke. But yeah, it it is like that. I think um, I had a point there, but I fucking lost it. But yeah, the, the comedian's a good one. The comedian is a good one because it, there's there's things that it, it's funny. It's like it's there's a lot of legal things, right, that you can do in real life, but saying certain things isn't illegal. Mm. Like there's not anything I could say that. Maybe, I don't know like maybe that sounds a bit of an ignorant statement but you know I could say a racist comment it's not legal it's just wrong mm. um, you could say things that like I like that or I like this type of lady and, you know someone else doesn't agree with it doesn't mean I'm wrong sort of thing it's like it's it's bizarre times that we're living in I feel like it's it's getting I don't think it's getting any better I think mm. it's getting worse with the amount of people that yeah will say things you can't talk about certain you know I've, I've talked about I haven't talked about transgender but it's almost like and that's fine none of that shit but I don't care about any of that sort of stuff but it's almost like this preconceived notion now where people have to keep up with if they're not educated and, and well informed on that particular thing you, you should know because if you come across a person that's of that hmm. nature then you should know everything about that it's like how can you do that sort of stuff you yeah. know but yeah it's interesting hey I'm keen to see where it all goes I don't think that Spotify is going to cancel Mm. Joe Rogan I think well was like your... if
1: it does I mean he'll just go somewhere else and make did you see the money. thing with Rumble yeah yeah that was cool yeah mm. um, so they they definitely probably need him but um, you know one interesting like one of the things that was being talked about you know in some of the articles that I read because the major like on my Google feed like because I, I don't have social media but all the articles were basically about this and all of them were leftist viewpoints mm-hmm. where they were very supportive of cancelling him and mm-hmm. uh, all this kind of stuff. And a lot of them were, ma- you know, um, magazines like NME, you know, that music yeah. magazine and all this sort of stuff. Um, but they, the, one of the things they talked about that was misinformation was this whole idea of uh, mass psychosis, I think it was. Um, yeah, right. And that was the thing that um, those two doctors talked about. and saying, oh, there's no scientific basis for that. And it's like, Okay, but if there's no scientific basis for something, does it mean that it can't possibly be real? Mm. You know what I mean? So, like, if we were to look at the psychological state of North Korea now mm. and the, the state that people live in, like, the, in, their, in their mind state, right? Yeah. Can we put that on paper as a scientific thing? Or can we look at it as a psychological viewpoint and go they're fucked in the head because, not their choosing, but because of what they've been, the propaganda they've been fed, the lies they've been led, how Mm. they've been raised. You know what I mean? And they're saying that COVID times um, has brought about, you know, these doctors are saying, has brought about this whole mass psychosis formation where people are just going along with the narrative because they're scared, they're fearful, they're Mm. worried, all these kind of things. Which, in my opinion, and my opinion only, obviously, is definitely what I've been able to see for the last two years. Yeah. But... According to these people that want to cancel, there's no scientific basis for that. Mm. Like I said, you can look through history. We can look at countries right now and go, there is something psychologically happening within that state or that country that is forcing people to be or act a certain way mm. because they're fearing for their fucking lives. You know? Yeah the the fear thing is an interesting one, eh? If we're fucking
0: bringing that one up, because especially the whole like the whole mass the mass fear or yeah. the mass exodus or something right i always think um my opinion is that most people don't want to be involved mm. in a lot of society's things they want to like go to their job see their family drink their beers watch their television and probably just fucking be relatively quiet maybe yeah. have, have a laugh here have a bitch there but they don't want to really do anything right so if the government tells you something or this put the cops tell you something or whatever it is. It's like just go along. I got to go along with it, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. it sucks. You know, it's like, oh, it's yeah, a, I'm about outlaw, see, it is what it is. But yeah, yeah. And, oh, okay, you know, th- I'm not making much more money, but the expenses are up there. Ah, fuck, that's what it is. You know, like no one ever goes, fuck that. Like maybe I can go and start my own business or yeah. make more money or hustle here or whatever it is. It's the same thing. It's like that fear thing, right? Like yeah. The fear of it starts with the fear of not saying what you think in a mm. public sort of forum. Yeah. That's why, like, I'm not afraid to, like, get on the podcast and say some... I don't have a massive audience, but say what I feel about certain things. Yeah. Because, like, I think it's important to say what you feel. It probably helps people in other ways. And yeah. it helps me, like, just articulate certain things. And I think it's interesting to chat. Like, I think yeah. it's a, good to think. But, yeah. I mean, yeah, if
1: you don't say what you think, then people walk all over you, really. Yeah. If you yeah. can't have your own opinion or your own independent mindset and stand and, and your own voice, technically... Um, and like I said, you know, we can, we can look back at history. We can look back at just the last hundred years and, and pull a hundred different examples of how, you know, community societies, countries have just, you know, been suppressed or destroyed. Mm. You know, I spoke about Cambodia earlier. That was a country we we visited, um, for our honeymoon and it was about 30% of the population were murdered, mm. you know, in a really short time frame, like in about five ish years, I believe. Um, by the kemaru so um and then we could look at the Soviet Union we could look at China North Korea yeah. um, Nazi Germany fascist Italy mm. um, plenty of examples that we could sort of give and and western countries as well not just poor brown people you know that you know over on the other side of the world kind of yeah. thing. it's like no this has happened to advanced and developed countries as well mm. um, yeah it's it's happened in Australia you know which a lot of people yeah. don't realize as well so um yeah
0: yeah, yeah, fuck it. I know it's it's it, the world's definitely an imperfect place, uh, and it is definitely imperfect right now. There's mm. such a such an interesting thing going on in the world where it's like this massive divide, and uh, it's like it is a shame. Like, but there's a mad divide of just mm. like this and that, or you know, go and do X, and you think you're doing X to get Y, and then they fucking the goalposts to change, and then people are getting more pissed off about it. I feel like I have seen recently like a bit of a change in the way certain things are going, like I feel like people are starting to like less and less trust Yeah. the media.
1: Yeah, totally. They're looking
0: for other yeah. platforms. While, like this is why Joe Rogan, he's the he's the poster boy for it, right? The poster yeah. boy for that. But I, I, I also follow Russell Brand. I know a lot of people too that like that don't like him, but it's mm. like, to me, it just makes sense. I don't think he's talking about anything mm. crazy. He just packages it up and goes, Yeah. this is what i'm seeing and i go yeah and i feel like i'm wearing his glasses mm. i'm going yeah i see these same fucking yeah thing. definitely yeah
1: you know isn't it ironic though like um that the people that seem to be the most rational in this whole schmozzle are comedians you yeah. know santa comedians whether you think their jokes are funny or not um like russell brand and joe rogan and mm. that um a guy i, I watch um on youtube but i followed him on instagram as well um, I think he's called Awaken with JP. He's oh, like this yeah. redhead guy with long red hair. Yeah,
0: yeah, he, he's in the Czech program too. That, is I, he? I, I literally, he's in on my instructional videos. I was watching. I was like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, small world. But yeah, he, he and he kind of fights his fight through humor. Yeah, which I think is a great way to tackle hard yeah. issues. That's why I, the podcast is like that. I'll talk a bit of shit about something and follow it up with a joke because you're just like God. If, if you don't make it fucking light, someone's <laughs> going to kill himself here, right? Eh? Um, and it's not about that. But it, I think in comedians, like, you know, they make the world go around in a way because, like, they bring laughter. And laughter is, you know, sounds corny as fuck, but it, it is, like, one of the greatest medicines going. Like, you feel yeah. good after a good laugh. Yeah. But they make you think as well. Yeah, um, totally. Yeah and they're fucking intelligent clearly yeah you know they've got those sort of adhd brains where they can just like hone in on a topic and research it i mean anyone that can get up on stage for an hour hour and a half and just talk to like twenty thousand people
1: yeah
0: and tell jokes like that takes a fucking lot of balls eh? yeah the uh smitty that i did the podcast with he he wants to be a comedian he started on that he's doing circuits yeah now. right yeah and i'm like how is it and he's like man it's it's so fun it's so exhilarating but he's like it's so fucking nerve wracking too. because oh, yeah. he's like what if someone doesn't laugh yeah he's like you look like a fucking idiot you're there <laughs> to make him laugh and they're not laughing you know but yeah it's cool I've always thought about you know I have oh, gotta be fun to be a comedian but at the same time I'm going that'd be fucking terrifying you're Like, you gotta be so confident you yeah know? yeah but man yeah I don't know I don't know it'd be interesting to see what happens with this Joe Rogan stuff I, I pre- I, I'll be honest I appreciate the artists pulling off their music if that's the way they think so be it go and yeah. do it we'll say most of those artists probably have a shit ton of cash anyway so they're backing from you know their catalog on spotify doesn't matter too much Mm. it's the it's and this is where i I see some of the younger artists coming out and they're now saying oh spotify doesn't pay us this much and they are a shit platform and stuff and then people will go in the comments oh why don't you just pull your stuff off spotify Mm. it's almost like you can't nowadays because the band wants to get big they want people to find it people are on spotify if they're not on spotify how are they going to find it?
1: Yeah. You have to be there. It's like a necessary evil for them. I mean, I only got Spotify because of Joe Rogan. I didn't have Spotify yeah. before that. And when he made that deal, because I was just on YouTube, I used YouTube Red mm. because I watched a lot of YouTube stuff and it didn't want to have ads. And then when he switched, I was like, cool, Spotify. But I don't pay for it. It's just the free one. Yeah. Because he doesn't really have, he has a couple of ads in his shows maybe, but they're his ads. If you wouldn't know. They're not just. Yeah. Exactly. random ads interspersed in there so. which, which is which is worth it for you but
0: um yeah i like i use spotify all the time because of music um yeah. like and i love it like i do love it um but i would use other platforms too i'm not loyal to spotify in that way mm. it's just that they seem to have the best thing going
1: well there's that all the listener king of the couch podcast mate. very good podcasting platform
0: <laughs> very good show if you're not liking and subscribing yet and if you like me there's might pay it forward how can
1: you like on spotify though you can't, can't you can you? follow
0: then they've got a new thing that's like a five-star review which if on spotify yeah if everybody listening yeah, please right. click 5 well, it what's gotta be five
1: or click three and
0: tell me why all right follow it <laughs> up with a comment or something, please <laughs> hey, tell me why um but yeah it's uh yeah it's 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 crazy that i was glad that rumble came out i'd never heard of rumble i was like what's rumble and i was like oh fuck so i'm gonna hook up on that platform i mm-hmm. think too because you can get on there and talk about Anything, anything you want not yeah. that i'm worried about and he's uncensored. not and look to
1: be honest if he changes platforms he's not going to change his podcast Mm-mm. his podcast will stay the same because it's always been a pretty true to true to heart sort of thing and you all you got to do
0: is like look at the caliber of guests that he's had on it's oh. like anyone and everyone i mean he has
1: like the most random guests i've never people you've never heard of like so many people that are on that podcast that you just go i'm interested in what this person yeah. is talking about i'm going to find out more about them yeah, you can in
0: the same week you can have like a doctor on from CNN. You can have a doctor that's like a virologist that's been like hu- shunned by the medical community. Yeah, fucking carrot top. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he's been on it. Then I'll be an MMA fighter. It's like how you know he's so good at doing that. I listened to him the other day with Jordan Peterson, and that's like like four and a half hours. It's four like, hours fifteen so minutes fucking yeah. long. So good. But I was like, I'm like forty five minutes into it, like because I don't get a hell of a lot of time to listen to podcasts because I'm always like. Cutting my own now, you know, yeah. just doing my own, like that guy. Yeah. guy. Um, I'm like the Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan, Moffat a so you've called me. <laughs> uh, Moffat Petty do not do there anymore, I wish we you, bring her. Um Don't say my address life, so I'll be fans out the door. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I fucking lost. i train trying thought about Jordan V's and what I was going to say. But um,
1: yeah, anyway, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. We've been rattling on too long here, eh? But you know what's interesting? Like, one, one last thing, like, with Joe's apology video, and he said, you know, that 10-minute video. Yeah. He said, oh, try and get more guests on that have differing opinions. The problem is he gets those guests on and he destroys their fucking bullshit that they're yeah. trying to speak. So when he had Sanjay Gupta on and fucking roasted him for three hours calling out his bullshit. Now Sanjay Gupta is a medical advisor or whatever for, for CNN, yeah. right? And he is a doctor. He's yeah. a neurosurgeon or something like that. But he's actively trying to push kids to get... Vaccine, yeah, and Joe was pushing back with the data, going, Well, it seems to be more dangerous, blah blah blah. And there's a back and forth, yeah, but he really had no answers for Joe's pretty casual sort of questioning, definitely casual, man. I mean, they're drinking whiskey and shit, yeah. You know, yeah. It was, it was and like- then McCulloch was talking about they had an offer for two million US dollars for someone to come on and debate them about these things, and no one would take it up, yeah, because they're going, Well, two million, well, this is what I'm assuming that two million dollars would be nice but I'm going to lose my job if I, don't, if I can't support the mainstream mm. lobbyist narrative that I'm trying to push. So $2 million and people aren't taking it up, they're not going to take it up yeah. for free. So uh. he can't get the, the differing opinions on as easily as he would like, I think.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's a case of him not going, oh, like I'd love to be a fly on the wall with how he plans his show, but I, I guarantee he's not going, oh, we're not having that person
1: on mm. because of their agenda. Yeah. If anybody, I think he's having everybody on. But I think that those people, like after, especially after that Sanjay Gupta one, would be too scared to go on there. Yeah, because they know that they're going to get roasted. And and it's a case of
0: bullshit. Well, and then and to me, common sense prevails. Where he goes, he's asking questions, he's getting an answer, and then he's got a rebuttal. As in, like, Mm. and most of the most half of that podcast was like, "But why is it like that?" Or "But why has it been set up like that?" You know, it was like answers Mm. like that and then it just unfolded that a lot of the shit was ridiculous mm. so you kind of go was well, it true and that's the thing you are going to look ridiculous or you just you you not well as well read as you thought and you don't have the actual answer that you should yeah. have yeah either way you look you kind of look a bit silly here but i thought it was a good podcast you know like it was a great one to listen to from joe's point of view i, I do not even like i did like some of the points that, that sanjay gupta brought up there was the, the section about um, I like this section about, and it's true, you know, like it was, I think they were talking about helping like obese people or helping people that have like underlying medical issues mm. because of some trivial shit, like they're obese, right? Um, and it was like, Joe was like, well, they can exercise and do this and lose weight and then I have mm. to get the vaccine. and he's, And then he came back with like, yeah, but they don't exercise, but they're not going and then to. they're going to use the medical yeah. system. So I get it. That was good, and it was good how he yeah. just flat out, flat out was like, flat out, flat out was like, yeah, they're not going to lose weight. They're going to be fucked if they don't get it. This will mm. at least help them a little bit, you know. So, yeah, it was good, man. It was good. But um, mate, good to have you back. It's good to be back. It feels like it's been ages, man. Yeah. <sighs> well, it's been now an and twenty and two months, you know. So yeah. Um, no, it's been good, but hopefully made some sense tonight. It was a nice one to just, you know, bit of light-hearted sport at. and then, um, mm. some heavy, probably shadow band activity. I, yeah. I will say they've got on the Spotify T's and C's. Now they've added all the COVID information and in. I've just noticed it. i got an email. I was like, have you checked the new updates? I was just like, Oh God. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see if this air, this, this, do you know who I am? <laughs> yeah. yeah do. Get Daniel Ek on the phone. Um, But, yeah, no, all good, man. Very good to have you back. I'm very, very excited for 2022. Uh, Balls and all, the next time you're probably seeing Jared, I think we'll be talking sport. Sport, sport, sport this year. One to two
1: times a month, I reckon. I mean, if you want to see some good C grade mixed Oz tag, come down on Monday night (laughs) to the field. field. (laughs) Watch some riffing and tearing (laughs) happening. Yeah, I
0: don't know if you heard him say, but he is C grade. (laughs) You know. The, oh we're going for that trophy baby yeah the trophy <laughs> the c the c grade uh, it's good it's a good letter it's a good number it, you know cool it's a pass see. yeah it's a pass it's mark a, it's a pass <laughs> all right yeah. have you seen the grade teams man uh, nah, a you chance. don't want to do that man not on a monday night who wants to work that hard on a monday nah, night exactly you know? but now nah, man, good to have you back um little bonus episode for you this week uh we'll call it episode 129 just because i'm a bit ocd like that yeah um Thanks very much, man. Awesome. Thanks See for having me. See you next time on Balls and All. Yeah. Um, hope you guys all have a lovely weekend. We'll catch you next week. We love you all.
1: There's always some